Yeah, another loss for the Kings last night in which they were not especially competitive, but they can take care of business against the Thunder tomorrow night. Starting that six-game homestand, everybody's going to feel a lot better about things. Hopefully, Kyle Draper's feeling a lot better tomorrow. Uh, Drape's still out sick. Hopefully Caught that bird flu. Yeah, whatever it was, it's lingering today. So, Whitey Gleason and Jay with you. We appreciate uh, you being with us. 339-1140. 1-800-920-1140. And that brings us to Draymond Green. Uh, we're still waiting to hear what the NBA may do. They may take action. They they won't necessarily do anything more than what they've done. Most people think the league is going to probably have to take some kind of action against Draymond, who was ejected again last night for, let's just start with that, Jay. It was one of the stranger things I've ever seen an NBA player do. He was being held by Nurkic. He flails. He says he's trying to sell the call. He turns and ends up thwacking Nurkic in the head with his offhand. Just the action itself was very odd and unusual. Yeah, that's Draymond being Draymond, man. Like, the easiest way to say that is that's just Draymond being the character of who he is. Going above an extra, you know, than what you probably didn't need to. You could assault the, he could assault the call a lot easier and or in a different way, but nah. That <laughs> But it was weird. Yeah, it looked weird. Mm-hmm. It definitely, you know, on the eye was very weird. Yeah. I'm wondering if because I've watched it a few times like everybody who cares. He was looking at the official, so he starts to turn, then he looks at the official, and I think maybe he thought, all right, the official's looking at me. I'm going to smack this guy in the shoulder. I'm going to give Nurkic a little something-something in the shoulder, and then he missed it, actually hit him in the head because he wasn't looking. Draymond apologized afterwards. He says, you guys know me. I don't apologize for something I intended to do. I didn't mean to hit him in the head. Nurkic says, I'm just glad he didn't choke me. What, what do you think the NBA should do? What do you think uh, the NBA will do? There's also this. This is all against the backdrop of an NBA that is negotiating new TV deals. So they're very sensitive, even more sensitive than they normally are to you know bad optics, bad PR. So it's a really bad time for Draymond to all of a sudden, you know, he's got this history of doing terrible things and odd things. And it's getting worse in the last few months. They're happening more and more frequently, which is really kind of concerning. Yeah. I guess if I'm answering your question, two of the questions that's in there before I give you my thoughts on the situation, I think the NBA should put the stamp, put the stamp down on Draymond. Really? Like, I'm a, I'm a Draymond apologist. I'll be the first one to admit. What Draymond does doesn't affect me as much as it does other people, especially Kings fans. I'm okay with the tough guy have to go out there and make a statement because that's what he needs to do for his team. Yeah, I respect that. There are times when he does. Yeah, yes. I get it. And he's been very successful in the fact of that. And a lot of people are going to disagree with me, and that's okay. I also think Draymond is and has been this way all his career. And now, more than ever, I think because of the team situation, he's he's going over the top with it. Because if he doesn't, if he's not who he is anymore, then the Warriors' identity, as we're starting to see, they're starting to lose their identity. And I say that in the fact that teams aren't afraid of the Warriors as much, if if at all, 
as they used to be three, four years ago. No question. People are coming at the Warriors, and we see it. Like, you see people post-game or, you know, during the game. that They don't care what Draymond doing. They coming at Draymond. People getting in Draymond's face. Five, six years ago, might have been a little different. He was punking everybody. Mm-hmm. He, you know, he's getting in people's faces and doing certain things. And so I think to answer your question, I think the NBA is going to give him double digits. He got five for what he just did, you know, a couple weeks ago or whatever. I think he's going to get 10. What I think they should do, though, is I think they should make a statement and they should be right up under what Ja got. Like, Ja got 25 mm-hmm. for a lot of things that he did off the court. Mm-hmm. Draymond because he's doing these things on the court and causing these, you know, issues, I think he should get close, at least 15 for me, man. Like, wow. I would make mm-hmm. it. It's And because of what you said when it comes to the NBA, Whitey, because of um, this is happening too regularly, and the third part of it is if you want someone to change and you're, you're a parent, you can tell me better than I can tell you, you have to put some stern – things in place. And to me, he ain't lost a lot of he ain't lost enough money. Right. To me, he hasn't paid as big as a penalty. I think he's paid more of a personal penalty or with his teammates, call people say costing championships or losing this game here. But if you really want to stick a person, hit him in the pockets. Hit him where he feels bad about what he's done his actions because now the people around him, the loved ones around him are looking at him, and I think that's what we're starting to see with the Warriors now. His his brothers, his brothers in arms, mm-hmm. you know, his coach. I don't know what behind closed doors, but I think now, Whitey, we're starting to get to the point where you can start to see a little bit of downtroddenness from some of the people that he really trusts and loves and people that he wants to not disappoint. I think that's becoming starting to become a problem. And so I think either you nip it in the bud, which we said about the John Morant situation, and I, this is on court, I think you got to stick them and really make sure, like, hey, listen, either get with it or don't. You know, that's me. I think they're gonna. it's going to be under 15, though. Yeah, I would think 10 would be the max. I think 10 is done. the max. Because remember, the league also, they want to make sure they curb this, but they, the Warriors are a hot property for them. People are interested in the Warriors. They don't want to. They don't want to hurt him too much. To right. Use a, continue with the parenting analogy that you use, and I think everyone who follows this probably knows this. But if the Warriors are the parent, they've let him go. They've let him do too much now. Mm-hmm. Now for the Warriors, it's almost like, well, this time you're really in trouble, you know. And the kid's like, yeah, right, whatever. But I think the fact that Draymond tried to apologize, which he never does, shows me that he knows. Okay, I'm in big trouble this time. And I think the league knows too. The Warriors right now, they are struggling. They need him. He's actually playing really well for them. The numbers are really good. Mm -hmm. And I think they know if they sit him down for an extended period, whatever that is, it's really going to hurt them. So I think that's what they have to do. Um, But the Warriors are in a way responsible for this because they've let it go this far. You go back to 2016, uh, midseason, they're playing in OKC. And it was the game, you may remember, uh, Steph Curry made like a 35-footer to win the game. It was an amazing win. But at halftime of that game, people say that Draymond was screaming at Kerr and cussing because Kerr had said something like, you know, you're shooting too much. We don't want you to shoot. And Draymond just went off on him. And for the most part, they let that go. They accepted that. Mm-hmm. So that's the message of Draymond is, 
you know, we don't like it, but okay. And then later that year, of course, that's when he ended up getting thrown out of the finals and it cost him a championship. And they really, if since then, have they ever drawn a line with Draymond? I don't no. think they ever have. No, I mean, this dude's got away with punching teammates. Yeah. You know, going above and beyond. I mean, even last year, you know, in the playoffs against the Kings, where him egging fans to come with it, you know, keep talking. Like, And that's why I say it's – I'm kind of at the point now as a Draymond apologist where just what you said – I've been this probably the last year, last couple of years, where it's like, okay, we got to nip Draymond in the bud a bit. Like, he's got to be hushed. He's got to be quieted. And if – going back to your analogy, if the Warriors are the parent, they have to be the first ones to do it. They've yet to do it. Right. And then – Take it the step further, the grandparents, you know, the NBA, they've definitely done a, tor- a terrible job because, as you said, it's an entertainment situation when it comes to them. They're on 30 times a year, so we need Draymond to be a part of it. We need the antics. We need to have a villain. Mm-hmm. He is the NBA villain right mm-hmm. now, yep. no, no doubt about it. People, most people dislike him, and then you have a couple people who are in his corner, and then you probably have some people like me I, I like what Draymond brings to the table. I do believe he has some antics and things like, okay, man, you can leave that at home. Like, that's not doing anything. And that's why I said I believe now the NBA is starting to catch up to it. And that's a very – if I'm a warrior, if I'm inside the, you know, inside the walls with the dubs and I'm in the chase center, I'm rocking with them every single day as a player, as, as a whoever, position down there that has the authority to speak to Draymond, listen, man, first of all, this is a new era of youngsters. We have different casts coming into the league. They're not afraid of you no more, Draymond. Second part of it is, is you ain't pumping no fear. You're 33, 34 years old, and he's 20, and he's bigger than you, mm-hmm. just to keep it you know, visually 100%. And so there's some things Draymond has to reinvent himself, and I think he's having a trouble doing that. Like He's not reinventing himself, and the Warriors have not yet, as you said, to help him do that. Yeah, and to your point about Draymond and how people feel about him, um, there's people that like him. There's people that really don't like him. There's nobody that has no opinion. There's nobody who follows that. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. So the fact that he's so polarizing is great for business, but it's just (laughs) it's bad for optics. And the NBA is doing that dance now. Wow. We want to crack down on this. We don't want people to think this is acceptable to us, but it's good for business. So uh, it'll be interesting to see. I think. They may only go like five games. Nah, they can't give him five. You just gave him five, Whitey. Mm-hmm. Just gave him five. Uh, Draymond Green, by the way, and Jay had a great question before the show that we'll, uh, we'll, we'll address here when we come right back. Could this all actually impact Draymond Green's legacy and his Hall of Fame chances? We're right back with that on The Drive Guys, Sackdown Sports. Buddy Gleason and uh, Jay Johnson with you, and hopefully Kyle Draper's back with us soon. He's a little under the weather. Thanks for being with us here. Thanks for your participation in the show, 339-1140, 1-800-920-1140. Of on the uh, YouTube chat, we appreciate it. Here's somebody, uh, Manny too legit. I want to see Brooks and Draymond go at it one time, LOL. I, I don't think they'd ever – those guys are too smart. They never would actually – it would never come to that, would it? I don't know. I, look, both of those cats. Why? Well, I think you give them both of those cats a little too much credit, Whitey. Both of those cats are a little unhinged. Uh huh. It would be it would be entertaining for sure. I think I'd take Brooks in that. Yeah, man. Okay, we going blow for blow here. What are we doing? What are we talking? 
if it gets physical? Yeah. Or are we I just mean, talking if about if it's actually they're actually mm. trading blows? I don't, I don't know. know. Yeah, that's a that's a that's a fifty fifty shot right there. That's a uh-huh. pick 'em almost. Yeah, yeah. Um, the thing about Draymond that's really interesting to me, and it's a little unsettling, uh, just as a basketball fan. You look at uh, the Jordan Poole punch last previous training camp, not mm-hmm. last last training camp, but the one before. And then you look at the um, Sabonis stomp, which, and let's be honest, you know, the the Kings knew what they were doing. And, you you know, you saw Monk, and he was grabbing Draymond's foot and Sabonis. So they were trying to bait him, but they did, and he snapped. Yep. And then you also, I would lump this in just uh, last, what was it, Saturday, when Draymond had that terrible decision to foul Holmgren oh. as he was shooting a three. Now, I know that's not violent, that's not illegal, but his judgment it seems like it's getting worse. I would have thought when Draymond was near the end of his career that his skills would tail off, but it seems more like he's his numbers are good, but it seems like his judgment is just getting worse and worse. And then you had the choke on Gobert's like that should have been a point at which somebody said, All right, we're Draymond, we're done. Whatever the problem is, we gotta figure it out mm-hmm. here. But no. And now he had that weird thing last night. And to be honest, Jay, when I first saw it, I thought Oh, Nurkic flopped. He didn't get hit that hard. <laughs> then I watched it again. I was like, yeah, he got whacked pretty good. Yeah. But it was so strange. It makes me wonder, you know, Draymond says, I didn't mean to do it. I think it's possible that he did mean to do it, and he doesn't even know that he meant to do it. <laughs> Man, yeah. okay, I see yeah. where you're going. Yeah. All right. Uh, you know, listen, I would, I'm going to give Draymond the benefit of the doubt of this. Draymond knows exactly what he's doing. When he does it, yes. And if that, if he's saying, "Well, I didn't mean to do," I, I believe he probably didn't mean to hit him across the face. I agree, but I believe he meant to hit him. Right, right. Because your arm, when you turn, yes. doesn't fly. It's not uh, independent. Of yes, your, of the rest of your body. Exactly. And yeah. so that's why I said, "I'm, I'm." I, look, you can't, you can't, you can't school a. I mean, you can't talk slick to an oil can. Right, yeah, yeah. you're talking to oil oil can right here, Draymond. You're not you're not that slick, brother. You can't sell water to a whale. Mm-hmm. So my whole point of that is, is he knows exactly what he's doing. I just don't think the outcome was what he was expecting. I'm not sure he he meant to hit him again across the face, probably across the neck. Right, you know, maybe While a brilliant exactly, yeah. Yeah. exactly, and so. That lets me know it's one again. I've said this on this this air before. One of the very first things I learned as a child, my grandmother taught me: stupidity is you know the difference and you continue to do it. Mm. Ignorance is you have no clue what it is and you did it. Mm-hmm. You were ignorant to the fact I I didn't know. He knows, and so at some point in time, going back to your analogy, the Warriors. Y'all did a bad job. Your parenting skills were terrible. The NBA grandparents, I mean, y'all didn't even inst- y'all didn't even instill the guidance into your own children to pass it down to your grandchildren, right? Mm-hmm. And so that's a problem. Now, guess what? We have a problem child. We have Dennis the Menace. We have somebody that's a problem. Draymond, you have to fix it, or Draymond is going to continue to rush. You know, he's just going to run over what's going on, and that's what he's doing. Do you think this could impact, and it's your own question I'm, at, I'm throwing back at you, I know. It's a great question. Do you think it, this all could impact his uh, Hall of Fame chances? I, I say yes, and the reason I say is because who votes for the Hall of Fame, Whitey? Uh, I know media members mm, do. There you go. Guess what Guess what? Draymond is not making? 
He's not what he's not doing. He's not making friends with some of the media. Guess what he's not doing with some of his co- his co-parts when it comes to the NBA players and all that. Who knows if the rules change within the next year? We've been hearing that for quite a few times. We want former players or current guys or not just the media. We want other people to make some decisions. We've even heard fandom votes being, you know, intertwined into the Hall of Fame down the road. He's not making friends. He's making enemies. And as we've seen, Barry Bonds, Roger Clemens, you know, just not to drag it over to baseball because that's something different, but he's also doing so much that is not beneficial to who he is and who he has been so far in his career that I think is going to hurt him Hmm. down the road. And we know, look, 75%. I can't remember what basketball is off the top of my head. Basketball is really a weird It is because it's a basketball situation. Yeah. Yeah. But there's a percentage. There's a percentile you need to be in. And we know one or two votes can change your whole livelihood. Mm -hmm. Guess what? When you're a Hall of Famer, you get to walk around and you get to have a bus. When you're a Hall of Famer, when you go to these card shows, I know you're into trading cards. You can sign a little. Your autograph means a little bit more than just a good player. A veteran, a guy that was, you know, known as a champion because you were carried by Steph Curry or whatever. Draymond, over the last two or three years, is starting to hurt his image. And that's what I'm saying is, as a warrior and as the NBA, you're not only hurting uh, what's the, the product, the brand, because you're having a lot of fans being turned off. You're hurting Draymond. And that's the worst thing you can do. Draymond's hurting himself. And now people who, as we talked about John Morant yesterday and other guys like mm-hmm. that, now the people around him are hurting him because they're not trying to quiet what he's doing. I know some basketball people that will tell you just based on the basketball, Draymond shouldn't be in there. I, I think we can agree. Be in a hall? Yeah, based on the way that? things Wait are, I, I think we can agree he's probably he's got he's in. He's a Hall of Famer. Part. Yeah, I think that he'll be in because I also think this. No matter what happens here, you know, I, I wouldn't be surprised if this isn't the last uh, episode uh, of this that we see with Draymond. But when he's done, you know, he's going to go into TV, and he's really good on TV. Well, he's got to deal with TNT already, right? So he's going to be doing a great job of cleaning up his image after the fact, after he's done playing, no matter where it ends up. A lot of times, guys who are marginal Hall of Famers, I've seen this in football, guys are marginal, is he a Hall of Famer? And they go on TV like Chris Carter. They're on TV a few years, mm-hmm. next thing you know, boom, he's Kurt in the Warner. Hall of Famer. Yeah, he's in the Hall of Fame. Mm-hmm. That's another Eli example. Eli Manning probably, yeah. So I, I think he'll be in, but I think it's a great point that you – I hadn't thought of that, and I could see why if people were really being honest about it and really scrutinizing him, you could make the case that – yeah, he would he would have been, but he ruined that. Depending on where it goes from here, another big suspension. You got to take that to into account when you're voting on that. Well, that's his detractors. Yeah, you know, you, again, I've started this conversation with saying I've been a, a Draymond apologist, mm-hmm. but there are certain things that I just can't apologize or make an excuse for. You're doing too much, Draymond. That's it. I I have no problem with saying that. The people around him. Don't seem to want to say that, or if they have, we haven't heard it. It hasn't been loud enough, hence why we're asking how many games he'll be suspended. But on the opposite side of apologists, or like you said, some people who really love him, I'm kind of probably down in the middle. Then you have some people, a lot of people who listen to this station, can't stand him for good right, reason. Right. Those are going to be his detractors. Well, look what he did in the finals. Steven Adams situation. Rudy Gobert situation. He stomped on DeMontis Sabonis. He didn't slap Nurkic in the mouth. Now, you know, you're giving too many 
too many um, yes. too many issues now. Yeah. You're giving many reasons for a detractor to say he shouldn't be in the hall. Remember when he was kicking uh, Stephen Adams right in the Kiwi? Remember, and one of the things that he said was, or his backer said, not you, but, oh, well, he if, that's a natural thing. He kicks his leg out. It's like, really? He naturally kicks people right <laughs> in the ball rack? Well, it's the same thing he tried last night. Right. I didn't mean to do it. Just my arm flung all the way around. All the way around and into his head. It's like, Draymond, no, you already tried that excuse. We already know that that's yes. not legit. He threw an overhand right, man. <laughs> yeah, I couldn't help it. I was turning my body toward him, so I punched him in the head. I couldn't help it. Yeah, man, listen, I, I really, I again, me personally, speaking for myself, I like what Draymond has brought to the Warriors, to the NBA. He's a success story, second-round guy, small town, Saginaw, Michigan. I think he he came into the NBA and flipped the NBA on its side in certain many instances. I respect that. And a great defender. Come on, man. And if you don't, if you don't appreciate that part of it because of the antics, I respect your opinion. But I also would argue that he's definitely a Hall of Famer. The Warriors wouldn't have won, as we've seen, and now we're really realizing they he is part of their identity, and he sets the precedent for what they've done. To me, that's Hall of Fame material. Mm-hmm. Plus, he has the things to back it up, and he's, he probably should have won a def- another Defensive Player of the Year award once or twice. You know, he, he should have got a couple more all de- NBA defensive teams. Like, dude has a resume, but. I, I'm really interested to see because of everything that's starting to happen with him if the detractors are going to, you know, that that equal playing field is going to rise up on the wrong side and a lot of people, because it's media, we're going to see. Nah, I can't. I just can't vote for him. You know why? Because he's, up, like you said, he's over here, Kurt Franklin and somebody's genitals. That's not going to happen. It's, we can't. I can't vote for him, uh-huh, right? Uh-huh. So I think that's what – I really think that's where we're starting to get to with some of the his Hall of Fame status. Uh, when we come right back, we'll get back to the phones also. Draymond Green, DeMarcus Cousins. What's the difference? Next, Drive Guys, Sacktown Sports. On the move. 339 one 1-800-920-1140. want to participate in the show. Whitey and Jay today. Hopefully, Kyle Draper's back with us tomorrow. We've been talking a lot about Draymond today. I've heard and seen on the chat today and heard uh, today with uh, with Alan and Chris, a lot of people kind of comparing Draymond to Dennis Rodman. And I have to be honest, I understand some of the similarities, but, Jay, I'd never, to me, those, those two guys are not the same guys at all. I mean, I know Dennis Rodman's a great rebounder, and he was kind of a... Uh, uh, I know he kicked a cameraman one time, but he was a guy that just seemed like a little unstable, um, a little, I don't know, what's the word? Like he didn't know what he was going to do, but he wasn't like, I don't know. I just he, he wasn't, he didn't go after people the way Draymond does. Draymond, on the other hand, I think in some ways is more of a team guy, more reliable in some ways than, than Rodman. Mm. I mean, I know he's not reliable now, but Draymond wanted to win and Rodman, I think we don't, we didn't know what he wanted other than when he wanted to play, he was really good. Problem is, they both want win and have yes, won and a lot. So I I think that's the comparison and just the the bad boy references. You know, like Draymond again in this era, he is definitely NBA public enemy number one. And for a long time, you know, Rodman was that. And is for the off the Rodman a lot of times was more or less. 
in your face on the court. Off the court, it was who knows. And I think who that's what we're saying. Unstable. Well. Yeah. Yeah. Where it's almost like the opposite for Draymond. Off the court, no issues. On the court, he's mm-hmm. unstable. You don't yeah. know what's going to happen, mm-hmm. especially lately. And so I think there's a comparison. Um, they're both defensively, you know, they were yes. wizards. Definitely, yes. you know, with Robin, I think he won three times. Defensive player of the year, two or three times. Of course, just on the glass. I mean, Robin was Windex. Mm-hmm. He was the absolute, when you say rebounder, he was Windex. He was cleaning the glass. Mm-hmm. And so Draymond, in many ways, was is kind of like that prototypical Big man who did everything, you know, for this this era of the NBA, and so I think there's great there's there's a comparison to be made. I think it's almost the opposite. Robin unstable off the court. Draymond's kind of proven to be unstable on the court. Yeah, there are definitely uh, similarities, but I don't see them as being similar. There's also this to me uh, when Rodman, especially when he was a young player, and I know he was with those Pistons and he's with the Bulls, and he played a long time in a lot of different teams, but he wasn't even the toughest guy on his own team, you know, on those bad boy Pistons. You have Mahorn and you had Lambeer and those guys. And Draymond has always been, he's made a point of being the toughest guy on his team. Yes, which is, Whitey, this is one thing, and this is why I said Draymond's a Hall of Famer. In this day and age of the league, that's a skill. Mm -hmm. That's something that has allowed him the deficiencies of his game that's one of the skills that has proven to be valuable for him to get in people's head, to kind of pump people, to scare other competitors and to lead his team. You know, that bravado. And it sounds crazy, but it's allowed Draymond to be Draymond. It's allowed who he is. I mean, it's allowed him to become who he is, mm-hmm. which is public enemy number one. And that that's where the comparison of. Dennis Rodman, I can really understand because those Draymond and Dennis, they walked around with that type of bravado. Like, yeah, get in my face and see what happened. And Dr- that's a skill. And the reason why is because when I look down at the Golden One Center, there's a lot, there's like 15 guys on that team that I don't believe have that. Dennis Rodman to me was just weird. He was, yeah, he was tough and he was a great rebounder, but he was just, wow, that guy's weird. And I guess I don't see Draymond that way. Certainly he's, he's concerning some of his behavior but I don't see him as being that like, whoa, where is this guy coming from? But as but a, is it because of the off off the yeah, court stuff? A lot of yeah. 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 And, and so that's kind of what I said. I think Rodman off the court is unstable. And all the things that we've heard, the detractions of what Rodman has done yeah, I see what you're saying. is off yeah. the court. It's like no one ever questioned he he was a good basketball player. Right, right. There, it's always that's why teams kept bringing them back. There it was, yeah, absolutely. And that's why somebody here, Nick, says if the Warriors don't make the playoffs, time to let Draymond go. I'm sure no team would want him. Somebody would want. Oh, him. the Kings should be looking him. at him because Mike Brown has you know mm-hmm. a relationship and history. And again, so does Sabonis and and Sabonis. Yeah, don't right. Yeah, well, that's true. De- DeMontis, to the me, though, is such a nice him. guy that yeah. I think he would look past it for the winning. But that's what I'm saying. That's why I say Draymond has a skill of of being that public enemy number one. He's created a lane for him so big that now the NBA has a problem. Not his team, but the NBA has a problem because he's walked around so long as, look, man, I'll punk anybody that's in my way. 
and it it has allowed them to win certain instances because people backed up off of him, and now they're not, and now he has to reinvent himself and the lack of you know instruction around him, and maybe he just doesn't want to. I got a question for you for everybody here in just a moment. First, we go to the phones, 339-1140, 1-800-920-1140. Emmy joins us on Sackdown Sports. Thanks for hanging on, Emmy. What's up? Hey, guys. First of all, great game for Sasha yesterday. Second of all, about David, I think he deserves more than 20 games. I am, look, I am a, a Warriors fan. That doesn't matter at the moment. He done it before. He's a bad example. He mm-hmm. needs to learn. He needs to be disciplined somehow. Mm-hmm. And a very, very good game for Sasha yesterday. I know you, we, you guys lost, and I'm sorry, but it was a good game. Thank you, Emmy, with the Sasha sandwich there. She says, Sasha was great. Dream on needs to be disciplined. And by the way, Sasha was great. Sasha was average, <laughs> by the way. Yeah. he For him, he had a good game. Yeah, well, yeah. that's average. And it was... Uh, I'm not the game, accepting The game that. was already decided. Yeah. and She's a big fan. I yeah. get it. Understandable. And I mean, look, I'm a big fan of plenty of people who are average, and I respect that. I think they're better than what they really are because mm-hmm. I'm a fan of those people. Mm-hmm. But... In reality, he's average, and yeah. that's that's where that's a problem. They're looking for him to be not average. They They're looking are. for him to be better. I, right? I don't think we know what he is yet, but they definitely need him to be better than what we've seen so far. Last night, he did some nice things. Here's my question, though: Last night, what Draymond did, we're all talking about it. Oh, the league! What a terrible thing for the league. Is it really bad for the league? People are talking about the NBA today on talk shows, and sure, they're talking about what happened. But is that really bad for the league? Are there potential TV sponsors that are going to look at that and go, well, we don't want any part of that. Or they say, wow, this league is popular. Is there, How bad is it really for the league to have Draymond uh, smack Nurkic in the face? Uh, that's a tough question. In some be- ways, it's good yeah, for business. Of course, because people are talking about it. Yeah. Absolutely. Impressions, views, clicks, uh-huh. you know, watches. I get it. I mean, we all, we all are talking about Draymond today one way or another – even outside of sports, right? And so it's a tough question because it's a negative form. And Emmy made a great point where she said, you know, it's the standard that is being set by Draymond is not a good look. You know, she said that in her own words. Mm -hmm. And that's 100% right. I mean, you can't argue that. Some of the precedent that is starting to be set by Draymond in the league and the Warriors – you know, some people, however they choose to live their lives, because we all have our own opinion. Some people don't want their children to watch that type of stuff. You know, yeah. it sounds crazy like, oh, man, you're doing too much. But some people live in that form. They don't want to see that. Some people don't care. And this is the detraction of Draymond. Like, he's doing too much. I don't want it. You have some basketball pierced. I just want to see the game. I just want to see basketball. I don't want to see. We hear it quite a bit, off, you know, quite often where you guys, man, just shut up and play because you're crying to the officials too many times. Well, that's a, something we hear quite a bit from fans and listeners. Yeah. And yeah. so. As Emmy said, the standard, depending on whose standard it is, is starting to be set in a probably not a, the best way from Draymond in the NBA. But all in all, probably it's probably a great, it's probably a good thing for the league There's to have this type of publicity. Upside. Yeah, I think what the league decides to do and how severe the penalty is going to be comes down to one thing, and it's something that really for us is unknowable. But how do they really feel about it? Does the NBA feel like you know what? We got to make sure people know that we we don't condone this type of thing, but we don't really care. You know, when he comes back, it'll be great. Uh, What's the fewest games we can give him? That's one thing. Or if they feel like, hey, 
we finally, this is it. We've got to show him and the team that this is unacceptable. If that's how they feel, I don't know. But if that's how they feel, I mean, we're talking about, like you said, a jaw-sized, mm-hmm. you know, because that's the only thing, right? If they mm-hmm. really want to send that message, 10 didn't do anything, you got to at least double it. Yeah. yeah, I mean. But I don't know how they really feel. Yeah, I, I, I would think, and you know, I, I haven't thought about this until right now last 20, 30 minutes, Mm -hmm. maybe the NBA comes out and gives them 10, and then the Warriors say, you know what, man? We got to throw another five on it. And maybe – I got five on it. I got five on it. (laughs) Shots out, Yuck Mouth and and the Loonies. And maybe you set some different type of precedent there, Whitey, because the two culprits we're asking is, what in the heck are the Warriors doing? And what is the NBA going to do? Well, I just don't think that would ever happen because the Warriors. I get it. Yeah, the Warriors are going to want to be. Oh, he's our guy. I get We're it. Trying to help him. Unless nah. the league said you better tack on. If the league mandated it, maybe they would. Well, no. Why would the league have to do that when they right. have the power to do whatever they need to do? Yeah. You know. So, uh-huh. but I'm just saying, if you want to see something different, you want to see a standard be set differently. Hey, look, NBA came out, get ten, and then next thing you know. Mr. Dunleavy comes out. Bob Myers. I mean, not Bob Myers, but um, blanking on the owner. I don't know why. Joe Laker. Joe Laker. Bob Myers is the smartest man in America. He got out of there quick, didn't he? Now he's all on ESPN, and he's laughing all the way to the bank. Yeah. And he's got his reputation still Uh intact. Uh Uh-huh. Yes. But Joe Lacob, if they come out and say, you know what? With Draymond next to them, because he has to be next to them. Because if he's not visual, like if we can't see his reactions and all that type of stuff, or we're gonna you're gonna put out that bogus PC, he's gonna come out and do what he did after Jordan Poole. He's gotta be next to them and have an understanding. Look, you gotta you gotta fess up to what's going on. Mm-hmm. And we're gonna slap you across the wrist a little more. If they give you ten, we're giving you thirteen. We're adding an extra three. Maybe that's something different you try. And the Draymond situation is just one of the reasons why right now you'd rather be the Kings than the Warriors. Uh, other reasons are coming right up when we come back. Drive guys on Sacktown Sport. You know, Draymond Green was only one of two big-name NBA players to get ejected last night. Did you hear about uh, Jokic last night, Jay? Yeah, I saw it. Yeah. And a lot of people are making the, the biggest deal because it was on Serbia night in, in Chicago, and I, I can respect that. Yeah, he got thrown out after one technical because he uh, <laughs> he said, call the foul, mother bleeper. He called, hey, listen, he told him what he thought. Yeah, that's and, according to multiple people yeah. sitting along the baseline. Mark Lindsay, the crew chief, go on, go on. Soft. I'm talking about tissue paper. Right. The officials, soft. I mean, we, look, I don't even want to get on a drapes take situation. But Jace takes. Yeah, we're getting to the point with officials in basketball and football for sure. These dudes and young ladies in the NBA. Mm-hmm. And in the NFL. And, and in the NFL, there yeah. are a few. Yeah. They're not very good at their job in many instances. I'm not saying it's easy, but I'm also saying they're they're almost as bad. <laughs> like they they're getting to the point to where it's an every night thing, every week thing when it comes to NFL. And that's a problem. And I've always been a detractor of the, of officials and referees and umpires and everything else. Not in the fact of people doing their job, but how long, like at what point in time 
are we ever are they talking about a Draymond situation? Are the officials, referees, umpires, are they going to take the loss? Are they going to get fined? Are they going to be able to get called out? Because when you call them out, what happens? You're the you turn into not the victim, but you turn into the aggressor. Well, in this case, it's just a classic example too. Classic example of hey, who are people there to see? Who did they pay to see? They didn't pay to see uh, crew chief Mark Lindsay. And I, you know, I can imagine it's not easy being abused like that. But at some point, it's just a matter. Of, hey. Joker, dude, you you say that again and you're gone. You get that, right? Right. Because he said, I crossed the line. But it's it's a guy who's a two-time MVP. Should have been a three-time MVP. You can't throw him out of the game for that. Yeah. It, that's bad. We're talking about business. It all comes down to that, really. True. It's that's about the bad money. for business. But the other part of this, too, Whitey, is, is, and this is something as a player, because I'm, I've been a player. I haven't been an official. That's the heat of the moment. That's that's what you know. When you go to the court of law, and I'm not comparing, there's there's passion crimes, and then there's premeditated crimes, and that that's in the moment, man. And some people, as we talked about the standards, some people don't allow their children to watch, you know, um, things people curse on on television or movies or listen to that type of music. We had that discussion yesterday. And then on the opposite side, some people see that as entertaining. It's just what you said. Mm-hmm. But with all that being said, when you kick them out, we don't get nothing. Right. But this other part, the same Mark Lindsay, when he does a bad job, why is he not kicked out? Why can't we call him out? Why can't none of these players? Because what did even Jokic say yesterday in the post game? He was like, look, I like my money. I'm not going to say anything, mm-hmm. but y'all know what I want to say. Nah, man, call that dude out, Mark. Just like all the morning shows that's on ESPN and on Fox and all these national networks, just like we get to call up people out or say, give our opinion. Why are these dudes off limit? Why are these young ladies off limit? Why can't they take any criticism? Why can't they be fined? Why can't they be wrong? Why are they God? Why don't they make mistakes? Man, y'all people, y'all y'all not Jesus. Mm-hmm. Y'all make mistakes too. And that'd be the problem with officials and referees and umpires. It's like, oh, well, okay, they made a mistake, but give them a pat on the back. Nah, check this out. Suspend them for 10 games too. Yeah, Mark Lindsay, the crew chief, so I'm not sure he was the one. He was explaining it after the fact. He said Jokic was ejected after one technical foul because he directed profane language at the official that, by our standards, warranted an ejection, end quote. That's clearly a miss. Everybody knows that's a miss, so I'm sure that will uh, ultimately be addressed. Baseball, my understanding is, Jay, at least at the major league level, of course, you can't argue balls and strikes. It's a rule. Right. Guys still kind of do, but it's a rule. You can't argue that. So my understanding is, like, if a manager's really upset at a guy's strike zone, and it's harder now because you got the pitch clock, you can go out to the mound and ex- complain to your pitcher about it. And then if the umpire comes out, he just happens to hear you. Like, I'm talking to my pitcher. Oh, yeah. You, you can say I've had what it. a terrible job you think the umpire's been I've doing. I've had plenty of – I've had I've had <laughs> managers come out and instead of making the beeline straight to the, you yeah, know, to the, yeah. to the mound, they take a – the long route. You know, they take Highway 1, Pacific Coast. They go up the coast a little bit. <laughs> and it's like, oh, okay, I see what's going on. You know, playing middle infield. And then that's when you you kind of get the, the call in from and out. That's just to buy more time. We're all yeah, walking yeah. to the mound. And, yeah. you know, the uh, manager, the coach is cursing. He's doing the uh, he's uh, doing the Jokic. He's yeah. doing the Draymond. And he, but he's saying it. And we've all got to this point where you're speaking loud enough 
for the party to hear you. Right. Oh, yeah, I get that all the yeah, time. Yeah. Sure. I've been yeah. hundreds of times in my career. I'm not talking to you. Right. I'm talking, talking to my, to my second right. here. Exactly. Yeah. Move over to the right because his zone isn't right. <laughs> <laughs> 339-1140-1800-920-1140. Joe joins us here on Sacktown Sports. Hello, Joe. What's hey, up? Go- hey, guys. Hey, guys. I love your show, man. You guys do a great job every day. Thank you. What can we do for you today? Hey, uh, real quick, want to make a couple points. I know you guys touched a little bit about it, uh, but not enough on the whole media buy situation. You know, it's no coincidence that the NBA launched the in-season tournament this year right right going into a media buy season where all their media contracts are pretty much going to be renegotiated, right? Right, right. So they've been talking about this for 10 to 15 years. So this is all about the value of the NBA, media buys. That's where they're making a ton of money. This is all about money. So I wanted to mention that, and then that relates to Draymond Green's situation. There's no possibility Draymond Green gets only five games out of this. The league does not want that to be the visual at all for the league. I wouldn't be surprised if they did 15 games or more and then the Warriors came out and did something like a in-team suspension until he fixed the situation. And let me real quick chime on Draymond Green. He's reached a point where he doesn't care about the team anymore, doesn't care about Steph Curry, doesn't care about Steve Kerr, doesn't care about Warriors or fans or winning or championships. If he did, he wouldn't be doing all that. And for that reason, Draymond is, is dispensable. That means he is up for – you know, a contract trade. He's not a team player anymore, which really irks me. Final point, hockey. If you think you think if uh, the fighting in hockey, if that affected their media buy situation, they would dry that fighting up every night in a heartbeat. But it, they don't because they make money on that, right? So I just think it's all about the money, the revenue share, and uh, the media buys and going into a contract season. And I think that's why you're going to see Draymond Green get a very, very hefty suspension uh, tomorrow. Thank you, Joe. Yeah, we're anxiously awaiting a word on that. As far as Draymond and his value to the Warriors, I think he is still, if they want to win in the foreseeable, I still think he's indispensable to the indispensable to mm. them. We'll kick that around when we come right back here. Drive guys on Sacktown Sports.